Hello, everyone. Welcome. Hello. Welcome back to Writing Quest. My name is Brennan Pugh. And this I'm Aiden. Aiden. So if you haven't joined us before, we are writing a book. Co-authoring a book together. Yes. I'm writing a part. He writes a part. I write another part. We're passing it back and forth. Hopefully we end up with something that doesn't completely suck. <laughs> oh, no. The rough draft always sucks. Yes. The rough draft always sucks. So, but we're looking to basically take you along for the whole ride. You see every part of our creative process, every idea we have, every terrible word we write. Everything. It's all right there. Full spoilers. Full spoilers. So, if you, if you don't want to know what the story is, then don't watch any of this. But we want you to know. So, yeah. watch it. Aiden wrote the last bit. Yep. Which I read and I have reacted to. Shall we go to that now? Yeah, sure. Which way do we point? Do you want to do a point? Um, I think we went left last time. Should we go right? Yeah, sure. Three, two, one. All right, everyone. Um, so I just, um, I got Aiden's, uh, what he wrote. So I had written a part before about, um, basically had this character, Agorath, who saw a new land. He's trying to bring his uh, race here to live. So he was in the middle of viewing this new uh, world that he has discovered. And then he ran into um, a potential foe or friend in the form of a wolf. So, but he's never really seen a wolf. That's kind of a new thing for him. I sent it off to Aiden. Aiden wrote this little bit. Um, I'm not always going to read it because it's not, you know, might could be a lot of words, but he, it's pretty short what he added. So I'm going to read it. Here we go. There wasn't a doubt in his mind. This beast couldn't tear him apart in moments. Oi, you're going to kill it or keep it shouted a voice some yards behind Agorath. He leapt out of his skin, almost losing his bowels in the process. Agorath looked behind him to see a familiar yet unwelcome figure hobbling towards his crouching place. Brick, Agorath hissed. Keep your voice down, you buffoon. Why? I's already run off. Brick cast off Agorath's urgency. Sure enough, when Agorath turned back around, the hulking beast had disappeared into its woods. You fool. He was speaking to me. Agorath stood and confronted Brick. It's a native. It's a big dog, Agorath. No need to get sentimental about the new lands already. It looked fluffy enough to make a decent coat for winter, honestly. Brick rested his bum leg on a rock in the clearing. It spoke to me, Brick. It doesn't seem too happy about our presence here. Agorath kicked Brick's bad leg and caused the big man to cringe. What are you doing here, Brick? Only scouts are meant to be this far out. Chickens don't like me taking their eggs, but it doesn't stop me from having a scramble, Brick chuckled, showing off his grungy teeth. I'm here to tell you to make it back to the waypoint. Why? It's Guyan's wife. She lost the baby. Traveling took its toll. You're to go back and help with the send-off. Okay, my first reaction to this, and this is kind of, um, I know that this comes from a place of like, this was my story originally, and so I'm giving it to someone else, and so it's not where I would have went. But my first reaction is like to completely reject all of this. Like, I, yuck. But, um, it does give me a couple of thoughts, so I, I, I like what he, however much I resist against it, I do kind of like what he did, um, if I look at what I 
had written before was kind of this serene, like, here is the description of the land and it's all so beautiful and everything is so picturesque. And then he's just like, oi, you're going to kill it or keep like, that's very Aiden to do, to just kind of completely undermine and change something and go the complete opposite direction. It's different than what I would do, but I think I like it. I like going away that I wouldn't have thought. So like in my head, Agorath and these magic users were very, um, Regal, but now he's added this character Brick, who is kind of not that. Apparently, well, I'm not. I'm not sure what Brick is. The one thing, the big thing that's getting to me, two things. One is um, the waypoint. So we talked about, I think, in the last episode. I don't know if they came over on ships or if they walked great ways or whatever. So he's added this thing of the waypoint. So it'll be fun to explore what that is. Whether maybe some kind of they transported or I don't know. And then Gaian, Gian. I don't know what exactly he how that goes, but I'm going to say Gaian. Sounds good to me. Gaian's wife, she lost the baby traveling. So apparently whatever traveling they did get, sounds like he's going the direction of the traveling was pretty rough. There must be more people with them. I think before in the last episode, we talked about like, I didn't know if he um, was alone or if there's more more people. And so this guy and his wife, Gaian, obviously must be someone who's important to him. Anyways, that'll give me some things to think about. Back to the discussion. Okay, we're going to talk about what I wrote, and I'm going to hear what Brendan thinks, and we're going to talk about this ish, so. All right. I have to tell you, my very first, like, when I read it, I immediately went, hate it, nope, reject all of it, done. Not because it was bad, (laughs) but because it wasn't mine. It wasn't what I wrote, so that was like, I like, which that's why it's good, because, you know, where I would have maybe went with it next is completely opposite from where you were. But that's okay because I think it makes better. And actually what it did is it led me like, so I read it and I was like, nope. But then as I thought about it, I had to sleep, which is always good. And then I woke up and I just had a bunch of brain babies. Right. It. Yeah. So in the last episode, we talked about how like, I wasn't sure what the conflict is. Any of that? Like any idea. Like he just had the scene in his head. This is yeah. what I wanted to see. Your prompt gave me the conflict. So we're right. to, I want to talk about that. So basically, Aiden brings in this character named, is it Brick? It's Brick. Brick? Okay. It's Brick. Like, this guy okay. is an idiot. It, what inspired me was, like, originally I was like, oh, man, it's so serious, this whole thing. It's a Bob Ross painting. Um, it, it's ethereal. It's, like, poetic, what this guy is feeling. And I just want to undercut that with someone who is not serious at all. And originally I was thinking someone like Gobber from How to Train Your Dragon. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, but I don't want him to be a Gorath's friend. And I, when I read it, I was like, Aiden, I wrote this awesome thing, Bob Ross scene setting, and then you just undercut. Like, that's literally what yeah. I thought. But anyways, um, so you have this character, Brick. He comes, all of a sudden he comes in. He scares off the wolf, had read what we'd done before. Agorath was having this moment with this new creature that he had discovered or seen. So he's trying to figure out what to do with that. So basically this guy comes in, he's like, scares it off, interrupts completely, which is basically how our life goes. A little bit. I'm just there and you're just like, bam! Yeah, pretty much. Brandon's like, epicness. And then I'm like, but did you know? (laughs) We won't even talk about the bees. Anyways. So, nope, nothing about the bees. He comes in and he basically is like, hey, bro, what are you doing? 
What's going on? So they go down, they have this whole kind of thing. Ogorath gets mad at him. But this is what got me. He says, so he says, Brick chuckled, showing off his grungy teeth. I'm here to tell you to make it back to the waypoint, which won the waypoint. Because remember, when last time we talked about, we didn't quite know, like, were they ships? Did they just walk a lot? How did they get there? So now you've planted the seed of a waypoint. Not sure right. exactly what that is. So I'd like you to talk about that okay. when we get there. And then he says, why? And then he says, it's Guyan. Guyan? Guyans? I was thinking just Guyan. I feel like, like Guyan. Like Guyan? It's Guyan. I think that it's one of those things that, you know, it depends on who you meet. Like, it culturally, it's whoever wants to pronounce it however. I was thinking Ian in my brain, and then I said Guyan, but I like Guyan too. To be determined. To be determined. I'm going to say Guyan, so, because that's how I read it when I read it. The line is, it's Guyan's wife. She lost the baby. Traveling took its toll. You're to go back and help with the send-off. So there's a whole lot to unpack there. Right. Which gave me, like, this whole inciting incident. Okay, calling it. I'm making a declaration. Also, just so you know, that entire, everything that just happened there, I had no idea what I was setting up. The waypoint, I was like, it feels like there is a waypoint. It's kind of like when I wrote The Awakening. I don't even know what that is. Exactly. It literally could be anything. They had to come from somewhere. He's clearly, like, scouting out this area, and he's, like, he has to go back somewhere. He has to go back to wherever, and I was like, waypoint. Gian's wife, I had no idea. In my writing video where I wrote this, I talk about how I was like, this story is both about rebirth and birth, because this is the beginning of something new, Mm, and I think that this is so symbolic of she lost the baby, whoever she is, is like, the old world is dead. And then it totally, like, so this is what I got from it. So, Gian and Gian. Gian? Gian. Gian Gian and Agorath are brothers. Okay. Okay. So I'm declaring that they're brothers. Brothers. So the baby would have been a Gorath's niece or nephew. Gan's wife would be a sister-in-law now. This is the central conflict. This this is the thing that this, sparks whatever the conflict is. Well, a Gorath is a magi. He's, okay. a, he's a magic guy. He's, he, yeah. he's a wizard, whatever he is. Pew, pew. Yeah. Gaian is not magic. He's okay. part of the non-magical part of their race. So this one brother's magical, okay. the other brother's not magical. Which is, this is the first time that we're seeing this. So in your original rough draft, we're all, we're, all of them had magic. So where I'm going to go with this is that this origin story is going to be the origin story for the human race and for the magi race. Ah. Okay. Basically, what's going to happen is Gorath is going to start off, and we think he's the good guy. Oh. Gaian, so his wife, the baby dies. Maybe his wife dies. Maybe he has this huge tragical event. Tragical? Tragic? (laughs) Tragic event. And magical, tragical. See where I got that. Anyways, magical, tragical. Gaian kind of descends into grief, and so now they're in this mode where they're meeting the wolves for the first time. Okay. A Gorath, while grief-stricken, it wasn't his baby and wives, but he's been a good place. Mm-hmm. Gaian descends into a bad, like, negative grief space. So they're trying to deal with this new world situation, but they're both the leaders and they're, but they're both on completely different sides. Right. They end up fighting, but eventually, how I would love to switch it is, Agorath ends up becoming the bad guy, and Gaian becomes the good guy. Okay. And then Gaian and the wolves form the beginning of the hunters and the humans, which uh, also gives us werewolves. Ah! Uh, which I'll get to in an uh, episode of Story Elements, okay. which is another thing. And then Gorath 
becomes this magi race. You know, maybe Gaian blames Agorath for he, his grief makes him blame them for the previous dis- destruction of their worlds. Okay. So when he comes into this, he doesn't trust him mm. to rebuild, you know, like... There's kind of a stigma almost. Right. Like. And then maybe when Agorath... So like Agorath has good intentions at first, but then when he discovers the magic of the place and the wolves, maybe that starts to corrupt him, which starts right. turning him to the bad guy. And, and then, against the wolves even. And maybe. against the wolves. Then Gaian has to like start leading the resistance towards Agorath. Like there's a lot of... See what I'm doing? There's lots of places that this could go. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that it's... Did I just blow up your mind? Like, <laughs> no, it opens up the story. Yeah. I think the, the baby dying and this whole personal conflict, I think it sets up because you got to have a personal conflict. You have to have a medium-sized conflict uh, conflict like the, in the community. And then you have to have the world conflict. Like, why is this all important? And I think that we've set up the world conflict. Like, we got to get to a new place. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we're all going to die. And then a community conflict. So like Gian, Agorath, his wife... And then the, the settlement, the waypoint really is what it could be. Could be, I don't know. And then this personal conflict between the two. So the conflict of the story comes down to you've got two brothers that end up on opposite sides of a problem mm. and they're fighting about it. And we think this guy's good at first and this is bad. But then as the story goes, it comes out that the bad guys actually ends up being the good guy. Right. And the guy you thought was the good guy who you're rooting for ends up being the bad guy. I really hope that this is an epic foreshadowing for writing quest. <laughs> <laughs> we just end up completely destroying everything and fighting because two brothers on the opposite side of a problem. One's yeah. a good guy and they switch back and forth. Oh, man. At the end of, you know, so Gaian actually becomes like the human race. His descendants are the human race right. that settle in the Kezrek Peninsula, which we'll get to in a different thing. And then um, maybe he forms Whiteforge. Is that what you yeah, thought? I was just right? thinking that. <laughs> Whiteforge is the best thing that we've ever, I think, has ever been created in this world. I think so. That might be my best, it, like, it's story a gem. element it's not thing. The main, it's not the main thing, but it's a gem in the story. Yeah. Anyways, how does that, what do you think? We thought. Okay. Okay. So, you want to know what my favorite line in this that I wrote is? Probably where he says, oi. No, actually. My favorite line in this is, chickens don't like me taking their eggs, but it doesn't stop me from having a scramble. That's pretty good. I feel like that is so, that just paints, without telling you who Brick is, it shows you who Brick is. And yeah. that's such a mystery. Like, authors always say, show, don't tell. It's like, what does that mean? What though? does that mean? Yeah, like, how do you me, actually though? pull that off? And then even people that are like, this is what it means, only gets you really halfway there. So it's like adding that little, the the seasoning onto the character, I think. So that's my favorite point. Uh, I really do also like the, his first line. So this is part of why, like, originally when I read it, I was like, oh, but I have to learn to like it. The first thing that Brick says out of nowhere is, oi, you're going to keep it or kill it. And I was like, which, if you think but it's about, good, yeah. If no. you think about it, that sets up the entire story. Is like, is he going to side with the wolves, or is he going to go against the wolves? That's true. And then it's a foreshadowing of the whole like, which in the first mm-hmm. two two page, that's the middle of the second page that we set up. This is the entire story. That is and, good. That, right? You know yeah, what I mean? Good work. And that didn't come from, oh, we had this epic planning session. It was like, we got to foreshadow this. No, mm-hmm. that was just, we were writing and it happened organically. And that's what's important is like, you got to let some of it be organic and you have to also know where you're going. I think that's why this process is going to work though. Yeah. Because it's like, you, I wrote a thing and then you wrote a thing and then I'm like, holy crap, look, you think of all these, I just had all these thoughts and now right. I can go, you know. Okay. So I want to ask you, I think that we should talk about where do you see 
see the distant where this is going and where do I see this going? Um, and that can be anything that's brought up here. Um, so just as far as the story, like in the future, the story. Yeah. Or... Where do you kind of see this going? In the future version of this, there's elves and dwarves and human, you know, the things you would expect, mm -hmm. orcs, all that stuff. Um, I would love, like there's, this is an origin story. So I want to get to basically like a place where not necessarily up to the point of, of the other story I'd written, but at least setting it up. So like, like I talked about, maybe the humans are descendant of Gaian. Right. Then the Magi are descendant of Agorath. Maybe there's a way we can end up tying in like where the elves come from maybe the elves are already here because they are such a long-lived race maybe the elves and the wolves just don't um maybe they just don't know about each other yet maybe they have to seek each other you know, know. where There's do the dwarves come from do they just like do rocks just stand up and then become a dwarf like i don't know you is know? it tolkien who knows yeah what's here um already is a is a question right as we go then the next the big thing is which magic systems sorry <laughs> um so magic systems so this this the center of the magic system is the idea of the ever tree, which it doesn't have to say the ever tree. I don't know if that's been used or not. That's just what I call it. There's it does there's big trees. Yeah. So in the future of this story, there is Teltiri Tal is the main city where they all all races come together and gather, and that right. city is built around the ever tree. We could encounter in this quest for them finding magic in Eskeradoth and in with the wolves, maybe they discover mm. the ever tree, which begins Agorath's corruption. It could be, yeah. Because he realizes like maybe they're magical now, but they become more powerful in the discovery of it. Right. And so then he, maybe. So um, I think that we need to define what it means by what they do as magic, because at this point they're so we've talked about this before is like they, the reason why their lands are dead and dying is because there was an ever tree there, which is the same thing. It's all connected. Yes. So there's an idea for actually the sequel story. So there's, this is like a prequel, but then there's the main story. And then I already have some ideas for a sequel story. It's a whole mess. So <laughs> journals just full of yeah. stuff. And in that story, you discover that there's more than one ever tree in different places that are all connected right via magic i thought i had about the magic because you know in the last one we said magic systems <sighs> i had to think about that this is my thought it's got a little bit of the force in that in that magic manifests it's everyone can kind of touch magic and it manifests differently for different races different okay. people the magi maybe they use it more like a jedi would use the force but then say the dwarves maybe their magic is like they can sense things in the ground like different minerals and like that's right. how they I, you know i'm just spitballing here i have no idea that, that or like a horrible idea. they're bending you know i have an idea of dark elves like that are mm -hmm. kind of there's just a few of them and their magic Magic is more like sensory, like they can hear really well right. and they can smell for miles. And, right. you know, so every and then when the wolves and the hunters come together, finally, the way their power manifests is in the elemental stuff we've talked about where they can right. control fire or water or whatever. Right. Um, the magic system is fleshing out. It's fleshing out. <laughs> and he in the past has told me like he just calls me or he texts me. He's like, Aiden, I don't care about magic systems anymore. They can do magic because 
because they can do magic. And then later in the story, he's writing and he's like, okay, I have a magic system again. Yeah. I have to have it because this plot point. Because every time you hit a plot point and then I'm like, crap, I have to figure out how to explain magic. And then I have to go back to the beginning and be like, okay, how does magic work? Exactly. It's a mess. The first chapter, you've rewritten what, like 12 times? Oh, yeah. The only two scenes that I've made it through from the beginning to end of me writing that are the first two, but they've changed forms a lot. It's the same basic idea, but... Again, (sighs) like, he's done this before where, Aiden, I'm cutting the first chapter again. I just can't put it in there. And and then the next day, he's like, it has to stay in because if it's not in, then, (laughs) you know. Yeah, so I'm going to deep sigh this. Okay, so you've said where your bit is yeah. going. I'm going to say where I think... So we know where it's going that way. Like, which Also, we don't know the timeline of this. We don't necessarily know how far yeah, along I'm not exactly sure. I did think about that. I was thinking about it this morning. I was like, how many years is this before? I don't know. Yeah, you know? Is it it's, hard, thousand, it's a couple hundred. Ten, it's a thousand, couple, yeah, something. It's hard to say. Well, I think this is going. A couple of different things. First thing, Agorth and Brick. Right. Everything in the story, I feel like we have a flipping in nature of yes. sort, some sort. Like it's a birthing, rebirthing kind of thing, right? Agorth and Brick, first time you see him, they don't like each other. But in my, I feel like it's going to be a reluctant friendship that builds over time. And mm-hmm. like Gian and Agorath, like as Gian becomes more um, radicalized, maybe, or they both do yeah. in their own separate ways. That's like, a good way to put that through, keep that note. Cause like I yeah. want him to seem like he's getting radicalized only to realize he's the good guy. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, like he is going so against the grain. And then Agorath and Gian, like, as they go apart, uh, they both reluctantly become closer together. And I think that in a way, in the future, we could look back and be like, man, I used to hate you so much, you know? Right. Um, and so that'll flip. And same thing with how the relationships between the wolves and Agorath, because I feel like Agorath is going to start that relationship because clearly, yes. like, this, that's first contact. He's he's going to kind of do the, um, we need to pursue a friendship with them because they were here like he's gonna right. seem like a peacemaker exactly. only to realize like the power they have and then he's gonna get corrupted and right you exactly. know he's being peaceful for the sake of i we need this thing so he's thinking yeah. about his people first and then gian is gian is i feel like is gonna have that insight of don't you see that this is this is what this, happened before this is all what happened before yeah. even though your intentions are good we can't do this again so yeah that's kind of where i see that because well, because part of the motivation is he would blame Agorath. Right. They they had to leave their homeworld because of how magic users and Agorath burned it up. So in right. the leaving, that caused his family to be killed. So he blames Agorath eventually for their death, which ah. would fuel his anger towards him and distrust. See what I mean? Yeah, I got to be honest. I wasn't listening to a thing you just said. I was in my own <laughs> world. I need you to say it again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gian or Gaian okay. ends up blaming Agorath for the death of his family. Family because they had to leave their homeworld because of Agorath. Got you. So and he it blamed, was that yeah. traveling. The so. traveling is what killed them. Blaming goes to Agorath, and then mm, that okay. fuels his descent yeah. of okay. anger. I like it. So I think what we're were you thinking spot. when you weren't listening? Nothing about what we're talking about. <laughs> I you, was, just, you saw a thing. I, I saw a thing. I got taken out. So you can't see this, but over there, there's a hook thing that's holding stuff. And I was like, man, I really like that. I really wish that I could set that on the ground, but there's not like front like the squirrel just 
total squirrel. Just yeah, and I lost All right. it. You're writing next. I'm writing next. Okay. I'm not gonna try to inform what you're writing. That's yeah. I'm just gonna take it from here. There we go. Thank you for watching Writing Quest. Subscribe. Comment down below if you have any thoughts or ideas. Like. Or if there's anything that struck a chord with you. Yep. Like, share, everything. We're on Instagram and Twitter. And we're on Wattpad. And Wattpad. So if you wanna if you want to read the story along with us, I'm posting it on Wattpad as we write it. So there's no yeah. like exactly as it is written. I'm not like editing it before it goes up. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Post, it's up. There's no changes. It'll just be updated live as we go. Exactly. It is funny. I texted you last night and I was like, um, you do realize that even though we're doing all these videos and stuff, we still have to write a book. Yeah. <laughs> you said, I, I Did just, you get a little like, I was like, ugh. Cause like I, the very first episode I had just finished editing and you texted me that. <laughs> and then I was like, I know I you still got to write a book. Uh, writing a book is hard enough when you just only write the book. I'm in it for the long haul. This is going to be great. It's going to be great. Thank you for watching writing quest. We'll see you next time. Peace. Are we doing that? I really hope that doesn't become <laughs> our thing now. Oh, whatever. <laughs> it's done.